Chen. It's the uh, noon hour here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conant and myself, a busy hour it is. We will hear from the voice of the uh, Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen, coming up. He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive Des Moines. Mr. and Ms. Executive is a hair restoration center located in Des Moines, committed to your best interests during a difficult and very personal time in your life. They can answer all your hair loss questions with compassion, respect, and the privacy that you deserve. Mr. Executive, 6983 University Avenue in Des Moines. They bring us Paul Allen each and every week. He is about 15 minutes away. We'll preview Lions and the Vikings. But first, let's go to the desert shall we inside the numbers he cg technology jason symbol back with us as we talk sports wagering how are you jason trenton ken doing great beautiful uh friday morning of football of a football weekend here in las vegas yeah, i bet it is uh you know what there's a lot of ground to cover with you i want to go back and you know let's uh, do the uh, the baseball playoffs well and just go further back jason because you know a lot of people felt oh expanded sports wagering it's going to kill las vegas they don't know what they're in for and yes those other states are doing very well but more money was bet in september on football than any other month in nevada ever that uh that says something jason symbol yeah, it does. We had a tremendous month, um, and if you actually look, you know, with sports wagering becoming more prevalent legally, specifically in New Jersey, West Virginia's got it, Mississippi's got it, Delaware's got it, but in the state of Nevada in September, the, the volume went up um, by quite a bit, uh, by about, you know, 20, 30 million from the prior year, so that's a really, really good, uh, good number for us to see. Jason, I'm ready for football, and uh, I got a question for you. I, I've been shopping around, and uh, there's a game I want to bet the money line. The spread's 23 and a half. What kind of price could you get at something like that? And if you guys didn't have it on the board and some nickel and dimer like me came up there and, and wanted, well, not real nickels and dimes, even smaller than that, wanted to throw 20 bucks on a money line like that, would you accept it? Would you do a price just for them? How would that work if I was in Vegas? Well, it depends. So typically, you'll stop putting a book will stop putting up money lines once the price gets too high because there's really no equity. You take so few bets on the favorite. You know, to give you an example, you know, this is just the local team here. So Fresno State is laying 27 against UNLV on Saturday. The spread obviously being 27. The money line is 15 to one on UNLV, minus 5,000 on Fresno State. That's about as high as we'll go, 15 to one. Once the spread once the spread gets that over 28. We, pro- we most likely don't put a money line up unless it's like a, a very important game or a specific customer request. Reason being, all we do are take, you know, $10, $20, $30 bets on the underdog. We don't take any bets on the favorite, and we don't want to be in the position where we win 50 bucks and lose 3000 <laughs> So there's really not enough equity for us to put up lines like that. Mm. I want to go to the baseball, Jason. Trent and I spent the month of October trying to outthink each other, trying to outthink what seemed to be very obvious as we look back. And, you know, Boston dominated during the regular season, yet Trent and I tried to beat them every single time they took the field. Uh, did the betters in Nevada do the same, or did they beat the books and just jump on this Red Sox bandwagon and stay there? Yeah, kind of like horse racing, Ken. You always try to beat the favorite. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and and sometimes you just can't. That was seemed to be what happened with the Red Sox. Now, maybe the bullpen's not good enough. Maybe the lineup isn't good enough. But at the end of the day, they really were by far the best team. They only lost three uh, three playoff games, which is incredible. 
Um, the, we did pretty well to them in the futures because I think people were looking at the fact that they were the favorite for the majority of the year because they got out to such the hot start. So everybody was just trying to take flyers on some of the teams that had a little bit better odds. In fact, the Dodgers were one of those teams. Prior to the Machado trade, they were at like 15-1. to 1. So we actually had a negative number in the futures to the Dodgers. So we did well there. However, on a game-to-game basis, specifically as we got towards game uh, game three and four of the ALCS and the World Series, we needed against the Red Sox every game, so that didn't work out great. You uh, look at the weekend in the college slate, of course, Alabama, LSU headlining things. Two touchdowns, 14 and a half. I see some 15s popping up now out there in Vegas. Are you getting two-way action? Everybody jumping on the big home dog. Where are you seeing the action right now, LSU, uh, Alabama? We're at 14 and a half with that game, and we are getting a little bit of two-way action, but it's coming with LSU on the money line. They're plus 475. Mm-hmm. Alabama people are laying the 14 and a half. I think we're going to end up needing Alabama to win by 1 through 14 in this one. Uh, you know, being that LSU is at home, a lot of people are just taking the flyer at basically plus 475, plus 450 on the money line. So, you know, Alabama to win and not cover is what we're likely going to need. Jason, has there been a college team that's been very good to you or to the betters? And same question, NFL. Has there been one NFL team that's been beating you guys every week and or an NFL team that you guys have been uh, grateful that they're playing every week because betters are going against them? College team, that's been the, that, that's been the worst for us. I'd say it's a tie between uh, Clemson and Michigan. Uh, they, they're obviously two of the more popular teams to bet. And with the exception of, like, one or two Clemson games where they didn't cover, we really struggled with those teams, you know, people putting them in money line parlays. This week we won't really have to worry about Clemson because they're laying 40 against LSU. But they're all over Michigan again in their game against Penn State. That line's all the way up to 11. Um, the teams that, so those teams have kind of been bad for us. Uh, teams that have been good for us, uh, I would have to, I'd have to say Texas. People have been kind of betting against them, and, and they keep trucking along, and and on the other end of things, uh, Washington Huskies, who have struggled, and everybody's been betting them. So th- that team has been good. On the NFL side, the Rams have been crushing us. Everybody puts the Rams in every type of parlay you can. Money line parlays, um, you know, they didn't cover a few games, but they're still in all the money line parlays. So they've really hurt us. In terms of a team that's been good for us, um, you know, I would think that the, uh, the Carolina Panthers have been pretty good. Local front, Iowa, Iowa State, both on the road this weekend. Anything jumping out? Any sharp play on either side of the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones as they go on the road this weekend? So for the Cyclones, there's really very little, to be honest. They're laying 14.5 at Kansas. We have taken a few bets on the over. We've actually taken more handle on the over of that game than the game itself. Hmm. Basically what that means is since no sharp bet people bet it early on, that 14.5 number is pretty spot on. Um, over, they bet over 46.5. That number is up to 47. So um, maybe a, a little bit of a high, higher scoring game than expected there. Um, let me look up Iowa here as, uh, as I pull up my screen. Uh, I, last I checked, there was, um, there was more bets on, yeah, so Iowa getting 2.5 at Purdue. There were, we actually had a few more bets on Purdue earlier. They were a 2.5 point favorite, so we went to 2.5 minus 115. But since then, we've actually taken a couple of bets on Iowa. So two and a half is the number there. Uh, again, you know, pretty good two-way action in that one. Good stuff, Jason. Uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. Of course, CG Technology in place of the Venetian Palazzo Cosmopolitan Palms, Tropicana Silverton M, and the Hard Rock. People in town for the Breeders' Cup, or is that more of a derby thing? 
Yeah, Breeders' Cup does pretty well. We get a lot of folks who come in from California, specifically when the uh, Breeders' Cup isn't there, who want to bet the races at the casino. So it should be a fun few days. Good stuff. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, Jason Sybil. CG Technology Inside the Numbers Breeders' Cup weekend. Yeah, you got anything for me? Uh, newspaper of record is my, it's a short price, so I don't bet. F- he will win, she will win today, sixth race. Okay. And then I'm loaded for Bear tomorrow. Oh, I bet you are. But you know what? It's it's football. It's the first yeah. one Saturday in uh, in November. I might better not watch the races. Oh, you won't do that. I Trent, I the... got to work tomorrow. <laughs> got to work tomorrow. Your wife is not listening. She's not. I know she's not. You're she fine. You don't isn't. have to lie to me. <laughs> no, she's listening to uh, to Nash. Yes, what she boy she. <laughs> Loves that station, 92.5, one of our sister stations here in the building. Paul Allen coming up next, voice of the Minnesota Vikings, brought to us by Mr. Executive PA. Next, Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Catch play-by-play coverage of select NCAA games right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. The holidays are a joyous time of year spent with family and festive celebrations, but it can be a difficult season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, needs donations for its cheer box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's everystep.org. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. The pack is back and the countdown is on to catch the Iowa Wolves for opening weekend at Wells Fargo Arena. Friday, November 2nd, happy hour and magnet schedule giveaway. Saturday, November 3rd, $2 beer and a t-shirt giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Iowa Wolves, one pack, all in. Visit IAWolves.com for tickets and season promotions. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. 
Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back, Mr. Executive Sponsors. Our conversation with the voice of the Vikings every single week. Let's get right to it. We've only got six or seven minutes, so let's go. P.A. Trenton Ken, how are you? What's up? Uh, good to talk to you. Let's uh, start, first of all, with injuries. Cook and Diggs, what are you hearing uh, as the offense tries to uh, get two real weapons on the field? Cook's been out. Diggs has been playing, but he's got a rib problem. He says he's playing. What are you hearing? Uh, Dalvin um, practice limited all week. If you practice, I believe you play, uh, but I'm not sure on that. Likewise for Diggs. It's tough, uh, the injury front at this time of the year. The offensive line. New faces, in and out, a lot of different changing there. When you look at this offensive line, how good could they be? If everything comes together, what's the best-case scenario up front? Well, it, you know, it sure would be nice to get Riley Reef back, which they made this week. I mean, Reef is the first or second-best member on the offensive line. Elfline's good every single game, even though he did have some trouble in the Saints game. Um, I think they can do better at their guard spot, and probably will have to address that in the offseason. And uh, the right tackle, Brian O'Neill, is getting better every single game. You know, he's a second-round pick. He needs to get stronger and put on some weight, and he will because he's still very young. But O'Neill is starting to show promise, too. So it, um, it's good enough to run when you need to run. It needs to do better protecting. Conversely, the quarterback needs to get rid of the ball more quickly, too. Mm. P.A., I think back to last week, and you were more, not concerned, but you were paying more attention to this Lions game this week simply because of the fact it's an NFC North tilt. Lions are 3-4, and four, Vikings are 4-3-1. and one. I got your drift then, I still do. This is an important game going into the bye week. Detroit, what do you see when you look at Detroit this year that's different than previous Lions team from the last couple of years? Kenny, this game is massive. Um, I'm not kidding you because we're getting to a point of the season where, I mean, if you go into the bye four, four and one, okay, let's not forget we still have to go to Soldier Field. We get Aaron Rodgers at U.S. Bank Stadium. We have to go to Seattle and we have to go to, to New England. So that's tough. 
you know, but we're getting to a stage where whether it's the, the disaster against Buffalo, the missed field goals at Lambeau, or, you know, the, the turnovers against the Saints. When, when you hold Drew Brees to 5.2 yards per attempt, you got to win that game. And, um, and they didn't. So we're, we're starting to leave too much money on the table with excuses after games. Now that can't happen anymore. Detroit has a nice running back and carry on Johnson. When he carries it 12 times or more, they win. Uh, Kenny Galladay is a very talented receiver, getting a lot of attention. Marvin Jones is boom or bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tore up Xavier on Thanksgiving uh, last year uh, when um, when when he had a couple of touchdowns. And um, and Stafford's good. So this, uh, you know, I think this is going to be a lower scoring, tightly contested divisional game that we have to win. Were you surprised they traded Golden Tate earlier in the week? Not really, and and why I'm not is because the general manager and the head coach come from the Belichick tree, and they do stuff that that has that has a long play to it. So I, you know, I'm not going to speculate whether Golden Tate was a bad locker room guy. I got no idea, but for whatever the reason, they they like Galladay, they like Jones, and they wanted that third round pick. So it um so yeah, I, I'm not surprised they did it at all. Matthew Stafford, obviously, you've called a ton of his games against the Vikings throughout the years, PA. When you look, I saw both Zimmer and Xavier Rhodes this week talking about the improvement they've seen out of the veteran in the red zone. Take a look at that and what you expect to see if the Lions make their way up the field and what's different out of Stafford this year. I've called um, I've called 16 Matthew Stafford games, wow. and he's uh he's one of the most he's one of the toughest nfl players i've ever seen in my life and why i say that is because i've seen games where he's been hit 11 to 16 times and he keeps coming back and he keeps firing very very mentally tough just a very naturally tough guy i am a massive matthew stafford guy now matthew will make mistakes and he'll hold the ball a little too long but he also slides around the pocket pretty well too he's going to be tough to beat he's going to be tough to beat in the red area uh, with a tight end named Michael Roberts, who has four catches and three touchdowns. And we've had problems against tight ends all season, so keep that in mind. Two minutes left, PA. Uh, Adam Thielen, does the streak continue this week? Does he go another week 100-plus? That's a great question, Kenny. Uh, Breeders' Cup weekend, so I guess uh, we're all into making predictions. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say yes, simply because I think they will do enough to get him over that mark. And uh, then he'll have nine consecutive with at least 100 yards. Um, I do believe their best corner, Darius Slay, is going to track him a fair amount. Uh, the coverage that Adam is starting to get, it began in the Jets game. There were some double teams in that Saints game, Kenny. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, maybe all the way back to Randy Moss, where wow. they just basically were like, he, he's eliminated. That's it. Now, Matt Patricia, their coach from the Belichick tree, he he's very good at identifying your best weapon and doing his best to eliminate it. So I do believe that they're going to put a lot into making sure Adam, A, doesn't wreck the game, and B, doesn't get that record. McKenzie's my choice in the Breeders' Cup Classic. Who's yours, Paul Allen? I, I like McKenzie. Now, in the um, fifth race at Churchill Downs today, I can't remember the horse's name, uh, but he's ridden by Irad Ortiz. He's 20-1 to on the morning line. Let's put it this way. If that horse wins, race five, ridden by Irad Ortiz, I think he's like number four, uh, your boy is going to be leaving the track with a suitcase full of money. Well, save some of that for the next race or try to get even or even worse if it doesn't because I love newspaper of record at a short price in race six. P.A., we'll talk to you in two that's weeks. Uh, hey, that's, uh, that's, that's 
my pick five single. So there you go. if I can get if I can get that Ortiz horse home, now you know this horse you're talking about is going to probably be even sure. money. Yeah. So yeah. let's get that one in, and then a couple of ten to one shots, and uh, and then it won't be uh, it won't be wagering; it'll be mortgage payments. <laughs> Enjoy the bye week, PA. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Thank you. Yep. See you. Bye, Trent. We'll see ya. Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings, as we come back here with Bama Bob on 1700 The Champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. The holidays are coming, and the tools and the savings that come with them are already here at the Home Depot. If someone on your Christmas list would like some new tools from top brands like Milwaukee, Ryobi, DeWalt, Makita, Husky, or Rigid, make their wish come true. And do it with savings that stretch your holiday shopping even further. This is how you gear up for Christmas. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Know someone who'd like a power tool for Christmas? Get a Ryobi Combo Kit now at the Home Depot at a new lower price of $99. That'll save you 50 bucks. Get a Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus Drill and Impact Driver Kit with two lithium-ion batteries that power over 125 Ryobi tools for $99. And get an early start on the holidays. This is how you take care of your Christmas shopping list. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through January 23rd. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. of the Minnesota Vikings, Vikings-Lions this week. Will that be part of our pick? Stay tuned. We've got a long segment. In fact, Trent, I highly recommend you drink something. You've got a busy night ahead of you tonight. Yeah. We've got a long segment to muddle through here as we uh, go up until 1 o'clock. So just real quick, uh, Dowling Valley tonight. Uh, I, I want to get I'll do a minute on it in case we, I don't want to run out of time. Mm-hmm. How do you see it? You know, it, it's hard to go against Tom Wilson in the playoffs anymore. Five consecutive titles. We've seen them have rematches in the in the playoffs, and they're just they're an even better team, and they're always incredibly good during the regular season. But they go to a different level, and, and because of that, yeah, they're on the road. That, but it's <laughs> right. it's where they play a majority of their games anyway. Right. I, I just I can't I can't pick against the five time champions. That defense it doesn't have the stars of last year with John Wagner, mm-hmm. you know, guys like mm-hmm. that, and, and Mitchell Riggs, and how good those guys were. But that defense is played at such a high level. I, I think it really is going to come down to if Valley is going to win this one, and even though they're ranked number one and undefeated, I think it would be an upset if they're going to do it. Bo Lombardi is going to have to make a couple of big plays probably in the passing game. I still like Dowling, though. Uh, Southeast Polk have a chance against the Dragons of Johnson? Yeah, they do. You, you do. do you think they do? Yeah, okay. uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be low scoring. Okay. This is Southeast Polk's going to have to play really well defensively because it's tough to get anything against that Johnston defense. And because of that... Well, you look at a big playmaker in Southeast Polk, certainly has that at the running back position. If you're going to do it, though, it's 14-13, you know, 17-14, okay. that type of game. But can they? Absolutely. There's there's no doubt. They certainly proved that a week ago. And finally, Waukee making their way up to Cedar so Falls. So we've got a chance to have three teams, three teams from the CIML. Yeah. Is they doing things differently this year in the semifinal? But they, uh, can they win? Yes, absolutely. Will they win? Don't think so. Don't okay. think so. So two teams 
I, I'm really excited, though, to see them up on the Unidome turf. They got a couple of really fast receivers out mm-hmm. there. Of course, their quarterback, Mitch Randall, just a junior. And they're playing on the Unidome, t- yes. Unidome turf tonight. And, and to see in that east-west divide. You know, we normally mm-hmm. don't see it until the championship, right. and we'll get it a week early here. I think that's going to be great. And then in the small school level, we got I-35 Truro undefeated against undefeated Dyke New Hartford down at the Roadrunners home field for that one. Van Meter, they got West Branch coming in, who's really, really good. They played my alma mater last week. And just and really well-traveled. Yes. <laughs> Not a road trip I don't think people in the state make very often. One week go to Osage, the next to Van Meter from West Branch. Yeah, that's asking a lot. Uh, we've got to get to Bama before we run out because we've got to get our picks in here. Let's yes. get Bama Bob in here as we go around some of the marquee games in college football. Uh, hey, Bama, Trent and Ken. What's going on, guys? What a big weekend we got in store for us. Yeah, indeed we do, Bama. It's uh, it's one of these ones that you look forward to the first uh, Saturday in November. Well, kind of you do and you don't, at least from where I sit. The first Saturday <laughs> in November means we're in the final month of the regular season in college football. But, boy, there's some marquee games. And CBS and the SEC have a couple of monsters uh, in this tonight. You know what? I want to start with you guys first, if you'll be okay. And we'll get to the big, big games. And I don't think this one qualifies, per se, as a... You know, a big game, and I'm talking about Michigan State uh, and, Ala- and Alabama. Michigan, Alabama on the mind. Uh, Michigan State and Maryland. And, you know, Bama, I'm really torn as to, you know, what kind of Maryland team will we see? They, they got rid of their coach. They, um, they, they've got some clarity now, at least you would think, in the program. Uh, right. what, what does this do? Is, is Michigan State walking into a hornet's nest or... On the other hand, how in the world can Maryland be ready to play? How do you see? Because I have no idea. Yeah, this has got this has been an emotional week for sure for these Maryland guys. You know they they come out they they say they're going to keep their coach. Apparently, a lot of them when he was addressing the team, several several of them got up, walked out of the room. Yep. They come out the next day saying they're going to get rid of him because of all the student protests. You know the the president that, uh, you know took responsibility for the player's death. Uh, you know, came out and resigned over the decision or said he's retiring. So now the one of the Board of Regents, I mean, none of that's going to matter to the kids. On the field, I mean, it's just got to be a relief, I think. I think they're going to come out and play, you know, really hard. Now, what you don't know is you don't know how all of the extra stuff, extracurricular affected the preparation and the practice, and that's really what it comes down to. Uh, you know, they've got to all feel great now that a coach that they didn't like is gone. Um, you know, you can argue there's points to be argued either way on that, and you know that's for another day. But this game in particular, listen, I think for Michigan State, I think they found themselves maybe a quarterback in, in, in your mm-hmm. boy Lombardi yeah. up there. I mean, I, I assume he's starting. I know he took over last week for the injury. They threw it 46 times, which is really out of character for Michigan State. But um, yeah, I, I, listen, if Maryland was able to put all the crap behind them in practice this week and come up with a good game plan, then, you know, I, I think that, you know, I think they've got a shot. Because Michigan State really is, is has not been anything special. But, like we talked about, if they found a quarterback and they can throw, that's always been their issue. You know, can they throw the ball and drive it downfield? And if they can do that, they're a dangerous team. So I, I probably like the Spartans in this situation, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't know what I'm going to see, although I do think we're going to see a lot of fans in the stands, and that team's going to have a lot of support behind them. Fair point. Uh, I know, Trent, you were the same way as me, so let's just move yeah. on. We both have no idea no how clue. it's going to go. Let's go to the Big 12. We'll save the SEC for later on because there are two tilts in there that, that I want to get to, the 2.30 and, of course, the 7 o'clock window. Uh, but let's start in the uh, Big 12, Trent. Um, 
West Virginia and Texas, two teams. Like West Virginia, they, their schedule is it's all there in front of them. It's not easy. Texas coming off a uh, a loss. They made it close in the second half against the Cowboys last week. How do you see this one, Trent Condon, Mountaineers? And the Longhorns. I, I think we're going to get a, a bounce back here. I would like it even better if West Virginia was favored because we know Tom Herman, what he is as an underdog. But slight favorite, at least in terms of betting towards Texas side. And I think it's the right side. I, I think they bounce back. They played terribly in the first half of that game, came back and had opportunities last week against Oklahoma State. Just not a real big believer in this West Virginia team still. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not just what I thought before the year, but coupled with what we saw a few weeks back in Jack Trice Stadium. So I think the Longhorns get it done and uh, setting up that showdown in a couple weeks down in Austin with the Clones. Indeed. Uh, a couple of extra days for uh, West Virginia Bama. As you know, they played Baylor last Thursday, so they get a, a little bit of extra time. Uh, how do you see this Big 12 matchup? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going the other way here a little bit. I mean, I'm, I've been on West Virginia all year. Listen, I mean, everybody in this conference is, is you know, entitled to a loss, I think. Um, it, I, I say it all the time about West Virginia. They have the toughest travel schedule of any team in a, in a Power Five conference. Every road trip for them is a long trip. Uh, this one being no different. Um, Texas going to play better at home, you, you would think, than they do than they did on the road. Um, it is still a young team, still a team trying to, you know, listen. Their losses, you know, what, um, you know, at Oklahoma State, a lot of people didn't see that coming. But really, in prime time, on the road, um, you know, not. With such a young team, not really out of the question. Listen, I love Will Greer. I've said that from the beginning. Uh, Sills on the outside, I think, gives them a weapon. I think this is a high-scoring game. Um, although both of them's defense are a little bit better than you think they are. They're not the typical, you know, these are not just throw it 65 times a game teams. Um, you know, listen, like you said, the gauntlet starts for West Virginia. It's all in front of them. I mean, they've had it easy up until now. Now, Maybe that's a blessing. Maybe it's a curse. I don't know. Probably going to be the best team that they've seen. I, I don't I don't hold that Iowa State loss against them. I, you know, I really don't. Thursday night, Jack Trice, I mean, um, or, you know, at Jack Trice night game, I, I just, we all know what how that works. And I just, I don't, I don't hold that against them. I think Iowa State might be the third, fourth best team in that conference. So, I like I like the Mountaineers. I, I mean, you know, probably not a wise bet if you had to if you had to bet it. But I just think that with everything in front of them still, including I think they're looking at that Oklahoma game at the end of the year in Morgantown as kind of being a for a spot in the title game. So I'm going to go I'm going to go experience over youth uh, on the road this week. All right, so Bama will stay with you. Uh, let's go to the evening, uh, not the Markeem game of the night, but certainly a big game in its own right, as Notre Dame is going to play uh, in Chicago proper, if you will. They have a lot of fans uh, in the uh, in the stadium, without a doubt. Northwestern leads the Big Ten West. Uh, Notre Dame finds themselves in the playoff at this point. Notre Dame-Northwestern, Bama. Yeah, this is going to be a home game for the Irish. I mean, poor Northwestern. I mean, they're going to be more Irish fans, I think, in the stands than there are uh, Northwestern. But... Listen, this game really doesn't matter to Northwestern when you really get down to That's it. True. I mean, their season, their season's on the line next week when they go to uh, uh, when they go to Iowa City. I mean, it's a non-conference game for them. If they win it, great. I'm not saying they're not going to play hard or not going to put in an effort because when you line up across the field from Notre Dame, it, it gets your attention, gets your adrenaline going, everything else. But the game itself, I mean, really doesn't mean anything because. Uh, it means everything to Notre Dame. I mean, they have to win this game. They've got a team that this, this may be the best team they have on their schedule 
you know, I know they have Stanford or, you know, USC or whatever at the end of the year, but I mean, this is a five and three team. It, and they've got Michigan guys just nipping at their heels in the playoff. And Michigan is still going to have, they got Penn State this week. They still have Ohio State. They're probably going to have a Big Ten championship game, which is that 13th data point. I know Notre Dame beat them on the field beginning of the year. Week one. But I'm telling you, Notre Dame needs a win. They need an impressive win because whether you, however you perceive Northwestern, whether, you know, you the perception is this is a game Notre Dame should win by, you know, two, three touchdowns. And they need a big win because uh, they, they, are, they are in a dogfight to hold off Michigan right now. Michigan has the far better schedule if they went out. I'm with you, Trent. You, and I'm with Bama, too. I think this is going to be a beauty contest from here on up for Notre Dame because they don't have that extra data point. How do you see this one, Trent? It's uh, something funky is going to happen here. I, I have a feeling that we're we're going to be, if we're not there with LSU-Alabama happening at the same time, we're going to be flipping over and maybe stuck there for a while. All right. I think this thing goes down to the wire. And who makes a play late? Who comes up with a big play? How about this? Wildcats straight up. Wildcats straight knock up. Notre wow. Dame out. I like Rick the call. I, I don't like this Northwestern team very much. No, nor do I. I. I really do like this Notre Dame team, but I just have this this inkling. Something weird's going to happen Saturday night in Evanston. Let's stay with you, Trent. Let's stay in the Big Ten. Let's go to the Big Ten East, Penn State and Michigan. It's over early. Is it? Penn State's not very good. And McSorley now banged up after the mm-hmm. injury sustained last week against Iowa. What's the number? Ten. Ten and a half. Yep. Uh, yeah. Last year it was 42-13. Mm. Now Michigan, after getting beat by 29, mm-hmm. is a 10-point favorite. You're flipping home field. I get that, but... I, I it's think not this that is, big of a difference. Right. I, I think this is a roll. I like that defensive line of Penn State. They were a lot better than I anticipated uh-huh. seeing last week. I don't think they can do enough, though, to to keep this thing close. I, Michigan's the right side. They win it by 14-plus. You think this is a lopsided game like Trent Bama? How do you see it? Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be more of a pull-away late for Michigan. I, I just, listen, McSorley, there's only, I mean, He's going to live up to his name because he's going to be sore after this game because <laughs> yeah. he is. I mean, he's really there. He, he, along with Nick Fitzgerald at Mississippi State, uh, really for for ranked teams, you know, top twenty-five teams do more. I mean, McSorley. Uh, I don't know if he's Penn State's leading rusher or not. Fitzgerald is for Mississippi State, but I mean, you know, the way he just carries the ball constantly. We saw it against Ohio State and the hits he took and you know, the hits he took last week. And, I mean, Michigan's probably got the best defense in the Big Ten and one of the top three or four nationally. I mean, they're only giving up 14 points a game, a little over that, less than 100 yards on the ground. I just think I'm with Trent. It's going to be tough, tough sledding, and I would not be surprised. I hope it doesn't happen because I love McSorley. I think he's a great kid, fiery competitor, love everything he brings. But if he tries to run it 20, 25 times, I don't think he'll finish the game. And I just think this is one of those where, you know, Harbaugh is good at say what you want. He's good enough, and their defense is good enough, that they're going to take away one thing. And I think that one thing is going to be McSorley and all the scrambles and the runs. And, and if they play disciplined, uh, Penn State's going to find it really, really hard, I think, to put up points, especially on the road uh, against this Michigan t- defense. Uh, let's uh, go to the Pac-12. We'll save the SEC for the very last thing that we do. It's a Pac-12 North showdown. K 
Cal's putting together a nice season. They're five and three. They're two and three in conference. Washington State, Bama, is putting together a, a nicer season. They're seven and one and lead the way. Um, how do you see this game? Washington State is at home. Does uh, the Cougars get it done again? Do the Cougars get it done again? I hope so, man. I've talked about it every week. I really want to see Mike Leach in the Rose Bowl. I just think that'd be so much. He's so quirky. And, you know, that's such a staid tradition, you know, it's the Rose Bowl, you know, kind of thing. And, and listen, I love the game. It's great. Greatest setting maybe in all the in the entire sport. Washington State by nine and a half. You mentioned Cal. I mean, listen, Washington State's up and down. I, I love the quarterback, uh, Gardner Minshew. Yep. Um, it sounds like a mixed nut or something like that. I don't know, you know. Um, but listen, Washington State again. Game if you want to play in the championship game, a game that you probably need to win. They get they go to Colorado next. They get Arizona at home, and then they get the Apple Cup. So I think you know they probably control their own destiny even with a loss. I think because of Washington's uh, two. But I just I like the Cougars here. I don't know if I like the nine and a half. Um, I would probably would take the points, but listen, Pullman, Washington at night. I mean, I mean, how do you go in there for Cal and win that game? Mm-hmm. Tough, tough, tough spot. Trent, I'm with Bama. It feels a little tricky. Maybe a flat effort out of Washington State. Still good enough to win it. You know, Cal needed just a hideous pick six. They Washington last week pulled Browning, put in the backup to maybe send a little message. Hey, you got to step it up. And on the first pass, the backup throws a pick six, and Cal gets the victory 12-10 in that one. But I could see a flat effort here after Washington State after two weeks ago, game day. Last week, the road win. Yeah, I, I think a flat effort, yeah. but good enough to win. Good enough to win. I think that's good a good call. Great point there. It's a flat effort. I mean, two weeks in a row with all the adrenaline, both game day and then the big you know, last-second win on the, on the farm last week. Very good point. Good enough to win, not good enough to cover. Uh, let's go yep. to the SEC, boys. Let's stay early. Lexington is the scene. It's Georgia. It's Kentucky. It's the SEC East on the line, Trent Condon. You know, I, I continue to go down the road. Can they can t- Kentucky do enough offensively here? Can can they do enough? That defense is elite. Mm-hmm. It's so, Josh so Allen. good. This is an incredibly young Georgia team, and maybe that's something we miss coming into the year, just how young that roster is. I don't like it, but I think I like Kentucky again to make this a four-quarter game. From on the road with Uh that young team, not going to be pretty if it's close, 15-12, (laughs) 11-9. It's going to be something ridiculous (laughs) like that. But I think this is going to, of course, if Kentucky has any shot, that's the kind of game it is. They're, They're not winning... 34-31 34-31 in a totally game like that because they can't score that way. But I think they can. I think they can ugly this thing up and make it four quarters. Keep it close. Do you think it's close, Bama? I think it's going to be close for a while. I just think at some point, you know, listen, it's a great, great story. And trust me, as an Alabama fan, I am rooting like hell right. for Kentucky in this game because the winner goes to the SEC championship game. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the East. This isn't any more, you know, hey – you know, you got to win this game. That I mean, this is the East. They each have one game left. If Kentucky wins, they're the champ. Um, you know, I think Georgia might have found something last week after the bye. I thought we'd see Justin Fields. We didn't. He didn't play at all. So is what I know. Brom was great. Um, again, Georgia's defense is good, but they're not great. But Kentucky offense, guys, we're eight weeks in, and they got a quarterback that's got more picks and interceptions. I mean, the touchdowns. I mean, he's got five touchdowns, six picks. He's thrown for less than 1,000 yards. Trent, 
put it perfectly. They got to ugly it up, and I just don't know that they're going to be able to ugly up this game enough. I love Snell, but he was held in check last week at Missouri. Uh, really didn't do a lot. Wasn't really a factor. You could say Georgia got a little lucky. Um, um, Kentucky got a little bit lucky, you know, on that P.I. call at the in the last play of the game that gave them another untimed down, and, you know, they made the most of it. But I, I just think at some point, especially this late in the season, uh, talent generally wins. And I just think Georgia, I don't know about the nine that they're favored. I don't know about the number here. But I just think they have enough ways to score. And if they get up 14 to 3, um, you know, 10 to nothing, whatever it is in the first quarter, it's going to be really hard for Kentucky to, to get back. Just much like Penn State, I think points are going to be hard for Kentucky to come by. I'm with you on the defense, though. This is a really, really good defense. Um, and I hope Allen, you know, is on display tomorrow for the country to see. Me at too. Because they're not there much. Uh, they've been on, you know, some of the ESPN2 games or SEC Network games this week. He's on CBS. Uh, the other thing is they got to manage the emotion. I mean, my goodness, you have to manage the emotion of this. They've never played for SEC East. I mean, they've never one of the teams that have never been to the championship game in the 25-plus years, and they've never sniffed it. And now they got a chance on their home field if they win the game to go. And so you got to manage that if you're Mark Stoops. But all that said, Georgia experience, talent, I'm taking the Bulldogs. All right, Bama, let's uh, roll, roll right into the uh, the primetime game. LSU is hosting Alabama. Um, t- 90 seconds, Bama, if you can keep to that because we're running short. we got to get our picks in. How do you see the prime timer, the heavy heads, the heavyweight fight? Man, it doesn't get any better, does it? I mean, Baton Rouge at night in a game that matters. Um, crazy stat, guys. These, guys. these two teams in the same division, right? We're in November. They have one common opponent, and that's Ole Miss. Mm. Um, Alabama has yet to play Auburn or Mississippi State. Listen, I think Tua throws a pick for the first time in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be crazy. LSU's got great cornerbacks. Um, Delpit um, in the secondary, Greedy Williams. The thing is with Alabama, I, I, listen, they're not going to put up 50. Okay, Tua is go- I think this is going to be a four-quarter game. Um, I just I don't know how you stop them, guys. I, if, you, if you sell out at the line of scrimmage, and which LSU I think is going to come out and try to play man-to-man, and put pressure on Tua, bring some, bring some guys. He's so smart, and that offensive line is so good that he can pick you apart. Um, if you play soft, they're going to run it. I just Joe Burrow's had a great season. Alabama's defense is getting better. Um, I'm going with Alabama. I would take the points. I think mm. it's 14 and a half right now. Yep. I, I don't, I don't see it as one of these. You know, Alabama comes out and the game's over by in three quarters. It could happen. I don't think it will. I think this one gets to the fourth quarter, but I think ultimately uh, it's it's a comfortable maybe 10-point win, 12-point win for the Tide. Trent? I think Alabama rolls. I don't think this is going to be compelling. I think we're going to be watching, like I said, Notre Dame-Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Especially if you got a money line bet, I know where you'll be. Burroughs, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I just... That's the, that's the I question. I hope you're right, Trent. Oh, I hope you're right. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I just... I can't. 
It is LSU at night. That's that's the one maybe saving grace we have here. I think Alabama wins this thing going away and certainly covers the two touchdowns. All right, boys, uh, let's go to a sneaky good game. Uh, tw- we've got one minute for all three of us uh, combined. Trent. Yes. Uh, La Tech going on the road to Mississippi State. Let down look ahead sandwich for Mississippi State. La Tech. What time's that game? Six o'clock, I want to say. SEC Network, something like that. Okay. Keep an eye on that one. If you're looking for an upset, maybe a big money line play. Jump aboard. I'll be picking that here in a little bit. Uh, the SEC Network at 6.30. There you go. Sneaky good game, Tri- uh, Bama. Uh, I'm going to go into Pac-12. I'm going to take Utah going to the desert in uh, Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah's favorite probably in the south right now. Herm mm-hmm. Edwards got that team playing better than we thought, and they're at home. They're much better at home than they are on the road. So I think that's got a shot. Nobody will watch it. Nobody will see it. Um, but I think I think it's an ESPN game. It may not be, maybe Pac-12. I don't know. But I, I just you look at it. I kind of like that one. That's that, that's got a chance to maybe even be an upset down there. Well, it's coming up in my picks later on, Bama. And I'll just say this: I hope it's not an upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the ACC, boys. Middle of the afternoon. I have no idea if this game is on television or not. It's Boston College uh, at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. ACC Network. Watch ESPN. How can that game not find a television distributor? Seriously, yeah, yeah. It's a great these question. are two really good teams having su- right. seriously good seasons. They're not Clemson, I get that, but uh, no TV. Bama will recap it on Monday. Good luck to you. Uh, the Crimson Tide on uh, Saturday night. We'll uh, do. We'll talk again on Monday at eleven thirty-five. Thank you, Bama Bob. Sounds great, guys. Enjoy it. Yep. Have a good time. Yep. Good to talk to you, Bama Bob. Trent and I going around college football. All right, Trent. In our final couple of minutes here, and literally that's what we have is a couple of minutes. We've kind of let the cat out of the bag on a couple of our picks. Mm-hmm. I have five road teams. Five roadies. I have three favorites and two slight dogs. Okay. We both went two and three last week. Uh, let's see. I'd have to look back in the notes. Uh, last week, one, two. You had three wins. I had one, two, two wins. So it's yours. It's mine. It's yours. You do you have, have the total? I do. I have that right here. You are now 26 18 and 1. Okay. And 6 and 3 on your best bet. Yeah. I am 23 and 22, also 6 and 3 on my best bet. So you are just a little bit behind yeah. here on the juice. So you got to do Unless it. you can find a bookie that doesn't charge VIG, then you're ahead. Then you're ahead. And if Good you do, find one of those. Uh, 264 <laughs> Let me know where you found that. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. I'm going to go first. I have the tee box, and I'm going to go to the marquee games. And I'm with you, Trent. I think Bama's going to roll in this game. And for the most part, because of Burl. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Bama, Bama brought up Greedy Williams. The kid is a star. He really is. He's going to hear his name called in the first p- 15 picks of the draft, a corner out of uh, LSU. But we haven't seen Tua in the fourth quarter. This team's going to be motivated. They both are. But I think the LSU, the Tiger crowd is out of it and out of it early. Bama, it's been one of your plays of the year, Trent. Take Bama in the first half mm-hmm. every single week. I'll take Bama this week, a minus 14.5. Earlier, Georgia and Kentucky are going to go. I've been on this Kentucky bandwagon since about the second week of September. I've been touting this Wildcat team, and you got to watch them. And here's a kid's name. Not the quarterback that was drafted in the first round by the Bills, but a defensive end who's going to be dra- drafted in the first round out of Kentucky. His name is Josh Allen. He is absolutely legit. It's not enough. Their offense is putrid. Georgia minus 9.5 over Kentucky, pick number two. I'll come back to my best bet. I'll go. Go to the NFL. Two slight dogs, both of them on the road. The Los Angeles Chargers and Seattle. Chargers are legit. I really believe that. I think they might be the 
Kansas City Patriots, and if you're looking for that third team in the AFC, okay, I hear you Ravens and Steelers fans, but there's some Chargers fans uh, piping up as well, and they deserve to be heard. Chargers plus one in Seattle. And then I'm going to go to the Mile High City. Uh, J.J. Watt is playing exceptionally well. Can't say the same about uh, Denver's offensive line. I think the uh, uh, a lot of sacks in this game. Case Keenum's going to be running for his life. Uh, Broncos get beat in this one. Houston wins. They maintain their lead in the AFC South. Uh, Houston plus one. Chargers plus one. Georgia minus nine and a half. Alabama minus 14 and a half. My best bet. It's been like an annuity to me every single week. Take Utah. Utah against Herm Edwards. Look, I agree that Arizona State is playing, uh, doing a nice job. Uh, they're a couple of wins away from bowl eligibility. Utah's just got so much more to play for, including a spot in the Pac-12 championship. Give me the Utes minus seven, my best bet of the week, Trent. Laying the touchdown there. All right, rapid-fire succession here. We'll start with the Northwestern game. I'll grab the 10 there. Told you maybe even a little play on the money line on that one. Well, the money line bit me last night. How did Temple lose I that game? No I, I just I, Okay, that aside, I've already complained about that once. <laughs> Won't complain about it again. Utah State, yeah, it's the late one. Told you about this team. Oh, they are good. Hawaii is falling apart. Had yeah. a really nice start to the season. They They've had an injury at the quarterback position. They're not ex- They're not even close to the same team. It's a big price. You're laying 18 and a hook. Do it with confidence. Stay up with me till 2.30 in the morning. What, is the Watch. game televised? Uh, Spectrum is where you can get that. What is Spectrum? Uh, well, I don't, it's on your direct TV. It's a channel, but is it? it's usually blacked out and I usually have to watch it on a legal stream. That's what I'll be doing it. 11 o'clock it kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good end of the evening and do that with a couple of pops to finish things off. Uh, my best bet coming up in this one. Let's go to the NFL Sunday night football. The Packers getting five against new England. They covered last week against mm-hmm. the Rams. Didn't think it was going to happen. It's not happening two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back long road trips for Green Bay. New England dinking around again on Monday Night Football. I mean, they they actually, they actually had absolutely the playbook shut, locked against Buffalo. They come out, they play well, they win it by a touchdown plus. Give me New England laying the five. And my final one, I'm going to take a shot at the Cleveland Browns. They're getting eight and a half at home against this red-hot Kansas City Chiefs team. There's got to be a comeback at some point. They didn't cover last week against Denver. Two in a row they don't cover. Kansas City gets the win. Brownies with the cover, plus the eight and a half. My best bet, I told you, I'm also tasting the money line on this one. La Tech getting 23. This is a decent La Tech team. They can move the football. And Mississippi State. You're going money line on this one, too? Well, it's 23. I mean, it's a no-doubter. And at that price, how can you say no? Well, are you going to be able to find somebody to take a money line bet on that one, betting offshore as you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't hit the limits exactly well, with my, my and they're betting. they're not very high. <laughs> right. So I'll be fine invited that one. But LaTeX, my best bet of the week, plus 23 at Mississippi State. My other college games, Utah State minus 18.5, Northwestern plus the 10, New England and the Brownies in the NFL. I don't hear the music yet. You've got the clock in front of you. We have time to go over what you got coming up. Yeah, well, I'm firing through it quickly. We're talking college football with Jake Christensen, the Wizard of Odds, coming up with me and Jim Zuba Mahente will join the drive from 4 until 6. At least Sterling with his picks this week. And the Hawkeye Swarm as well. Yes, Dr. Stephen Fuller will be by about 115, 120 or so. Good stuff. And you've got Valley Dowling tonight. The coverage begins at 630. Have a great weekend. We are out of time. Trent and I back Monday at 11. Until then, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under space simply. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. <laughs> Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. The pack is back and the countdown is on to catch the Iowa Wolves for opening weekend at Wells Fargo Arena. Friday, November 2nd, happy hour and magnet schedule giveaway. Saturday, November 3rd, $2 beer and a t-shirt giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Iowa Wolves, one pack, all in. Visit IAWolves.com for tickets and season promotions. Napa know-how. The only thing worse than rain and slush on the road is rain and slush on your windshield. Luckily, when you buy a pair of Rain-X wiper blades, you'll get up to $10 off, plus a free bottle of Rain-X 2-in-1 glass cleaner. So clean off the crud with up to $10 off a pair of Rain-X wiper blades and free glass cleaner. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer ends 12 31 18 Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car is broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. <laughs> Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Napa know-how. Right now, Napa has five-quart jugs of Pennzoil or Valvoline full synthetic motor oil for $23.99. That's one heck of a deal for all-weather engine protection. So whether you're driving in Phoenix, Arizona, Duluth, Minnesota, or down the street to the grocery store, the right oil for your ride is just $23.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 12 31 18.